My name is Nicholas Haskins, and over the past 40 years, I have fallen in love with creating in my kitchen. I'm not a chef, I'm just a guy who loves cooking from scratch with fresh ingredients and trying to spread some positive energy in the world. Join me on my culinary journey inside the kitchen and out as I explore the ups and downs of cooking, baking, and living. Welcome to Nikolai's Kitchen. Welcome everyone to episode 25 of Nikolai's Kitchen. I can't believe we're a quarter of a century old. Thank you so, so much to everybody that has ever taken the time to download an episode of this show. You are so amazing. My name is Nick Haskins and this show is all about my journey of positivity and scratch made food inside the kitchen and out. If this is your first time here, welcome. You are so, so, so welcome. If you're a returning listener, thank you. I appreciate so, so much your support. Every single episode that you download, even if you don't download them all, even if you don't listen to them all or all of them when you download them, I appreciate anything that you do to support me. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about a recipe for a chicken pecan salad, which I'll talk about a little bit more later on. But basically, it was all because I watched a commercial like a year ago and then completely unintentionally made it one year to the day. And then all of a sudden, like we're eating it and like I'm sitting on my phone going through Facebook and all of a sudden it popped up in Facebook memories from having made it the year before. I sometimes you just can't plan life the way that it ends up working out. It was crazy. I want to kick things off with a quote from Pat Riley, because this is very, very important to get into what I want to talk about with making dinner for Rebecca's parents. If you have a positive attitude and constantly strive to give your best effort, eventually you will overcome your immediate problems and find you are ready for greater challenges. And this, I think, is something that is really, real important. And over the past two years, as I have worked to kind of change and reshape my life. This has been something that I have clung to, maintaining a positive attitude, maintaining a positive mindset. It can do so many wonders. If you go into a situation negatively, if you go into it already defeated, then you're never going to win. You need to stay positive. You need to believe that you can do something and then attack it with that mindset and give every single little bit of effort that you have. If you're already negative, you're not giving the best effort. And that's the best kind of thing that I can add to that. I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to talk about making dinner for Rebecca's parents and the whole weekend that I was there with them. They are wonderful people. It was so, so nice to meet them. It was so, so nice to share a glass of bourbon with Rebecca's dad. It was so wonderful to put a plate of food in front of them. One of the most beautiful plates of food I've ever done before, which was a ribeye steak with some corn, some mashed potatoes and a homemade garlic bread. It was just absolutely amazing. Her mom is friends with me on Facebook and sees all the pictures of the food. And Rebecca talks about the food that I make for her a lot. And, you know, I know that they were eager to try it, but that's where I want to kind of connect to this week's quote 
overcoming your immediate problems. Somewhere along the way, and I don't know if it's just because I haven't had a real grill. I haven't like used an actual grill grill in years. And now that I have the, you know, amazing grill that Rebecca and I bought, you know, the combination of gas and charcoal, like it's a great grill. It's amazing. But I find that every time I've tried to do steak or any kind of beef, like I talked about the burgers a couple weeks ago, I'm just not delivering them to temperature. Both Rebecca's steak and her mom's steak were under. They weren't done enough for them. And I'm somebody who prides myself on my grilling abilities. But I failed. My steak turned out really, really good. And Rebecca's dad said his steak turned out really, really good. But unfortunately, yeah, hers and her mom's were just a little bit too over. And, you know, that coupled with the burgers, I really, really feel like I've kind of lost some of my mojo on the grill. Like I've lost some of that great confidence that I used to have whenever I would grill. And now there's a couple different factors that I think factor into this. Number one, you know, I may not be letting the charcoal get lit enough in the chimney before I dump it out into the grill. And I may not be distributing it well enough over the surface. And maybe there's just not enough charcoal in there to keep it a consistent, even temperature. So unfortunately, some steaks are getting put over hot spots and some steaks are getting put over colder spots, which is why I've talked before about possibly just you know, throwing them on gas. But then again, I love that smoky charcoal flavor. I love what it adds to meats and I don't want to take that away. But can I beat this? Can I overcome this immediate problem? I have to. I feel like I absolutely have to. I have to keep trying and I have to do the best I can to regulate the temperature of that grill, whether that be adding some more charcoal, making sure it's spread out or lit even better. Or I could use the cast iron grill top that I have. You know, you can chuck that right in there because that's going to heat up and then that's going to be transferring the heat directly into your steak or into your burger. I just know that I have to continue to give my best effort and not give up because I know I know how to grill. Well, maybe the pressure of it just got to me. Maybe I just wasn't able to do it because I was just trying so hard to make it turn out really, really great for Rebecca's parents that I just kind of slipped a little bit. I really don't know. I really don't know, but I know that I can't let it beat me. And that's something that I want to emphasize to you too, whatever it is that you're fighting with. And these seem like silly and kind of mundane problems, but every little problem stacks up in the day and if we get a lot of those kind of little things that get stuck in our heads and kind of nag at us a little bit it can drag our mood down do not give up if you haven't mastered something if you're just starting something you've got such a long journey yet to go i've been grilling for the better part of 25 years but i have been struggling lately with my steak and with my burgers I know it's temporary. I will continue to fight. And, you know, I tossed those steaks back on the grill, got a little bit more heat to them because the charcoal, of course, was still really, really hot. And then they did finish and they both loved their steaks. They both really, really enjoyed them. This isn't a patch on how well they enjoyed the dinner that I made. But it's a gut check for me. 
It's me being honest with myself and saying, I need to calm down. I need to breathe. And I just need to continue fighting. The stakes may have been a little bit sus when I made them for Rebecca's parents, but what was not was the herbs butter that I made. So I got some Kerrygold Irish butter, some nice, beautiful, sweet, creamy butter. And I chucked some rosemary, thyme, some salt, pepper, and garlic into that butter and then put it right over the steak to melt down into it. Also used that for the corn and for the mashed potatoes as well. And I brined the sweet corn. Once again, we're talking about brined sweet corn. And I think I mentioned this last week on the show that I had already, you know, made the brine. It was already sitting in there. It was already ready to go. The corn turned out incredible. Mashed potatoes, we've talked about them on the show before. I absolutely love them. Hand mashed. I didn't have my ricer, but I just hand mashed them. Rebecca has a really small little masher. Got them all taken care of. And I made a homemade bread and then I turned it into garlic bread with a salt and parsley and garlic spread mixed in with some butter, put it over the top of that and just baked it and then hit it with the broiler really, really quick to give it a good toasting on the top. The rest of the dinner, easily one of the best plates I've ever put together. And in terms of all of the different flavors going on, just one of the best plates that I have ever done. And like, I still need a good camera. I don't have a good camera. I'm using my phone to take the artwork pictures that you see for the show, all these different things. It's my phone. Now, granted, my phone does have a pretty decent camera, but it is still a phone camera. One thing that I desperately want more than anything, really, as much as I love kitchen stuff and as many different little kitchen things as I'd love to get, I need a good camera. <laughs> I really, really do. I need a good camera and better lighting, too. Just one of those things that eventually, uh, eventually will come. You know, I just kind of piece things together as I can. Is it really super necessary? No. And am I still taking pretty decent photos of food? Yeah. I have to do a bunch of different combinations of stuff depending on where I am to try to get the best lighting, including turning the flashlight on on my phone. This is a long tangent, I know, but if you've listened to this show before, it's what I do. I tangent. <laughs> the next day I was on my feet for... <laughs> Something in the neighborhood of like 10, 11 hours because I made crusties. I made crab rangoons that were air fried. I did homemade speedies. And I did the chicken salad that we're going to be talking about later on in this episode. And I kind of overdid it. And, you know, I was on my feet way too much. And I also did a three mile walk in there as well. So I was just gassed by the end of the day. I was just so absolutely beat. But all of those, the crab rangoon's amazing. The speedies turned out fantastic. The chicken salad, I can't wait to talk to you guys about it because my chicken salad is incredible. Layers of flavor. I've talked about this many times before. It seems to be the theme of season two, but layers of flavor. So, so good. And the crusties, although we're having issues, like I don't know what it is. And again, it goes back to the quote. Eventually, you overcome your immediate problems. I got to figure out what's going on with the crusties because every time we make them lately, they're sticking to the foil even when we spray it. I think I need to switch over to doing some parchment paper or something like that. Something where these things are not going to get all stuck to everything in the oven. 
Speaking of those speedies, it's almost time to deliver those VIP rewards for summer of 2021. I'm making three different variations of my speedy marinade, a spicy, a sweet, and the original version. I can't wait to get that out to my top tier patrons. There are two different ways that you can get a hold of that. A, you can sign up over on Patreon. Go down to the show notes, hit that. Thank you very much, Sam, for movie reviews and 20 Qs. Amazing dude out of New Zealand actually just signed up at the $5 level. I love you, Sam. You are such an amazing guy. Thank you so, so much for your support. VIP rewards boxes go out to my top tier patrons every single quarter. And you've only got until the end of the month to sign up if you want to be eligible to get the speedy marinade because I'm going to be making it in the beginning of July and getting that out to the top tier patrons. You can either do that or head over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star rating and review, and you will be entered to win a VIP rewards box as well. I give one away every single quarter as well as sending one to all of my top tier patrons. So thank you so, so much everybody who has already reviewed me over on apple Podcasts, and thank you so so much to all of my amazing patrons i know patreon content has been unfortunately slow as of late i've got special bonus episodes i've still got yet to get out i've got a special about top round that i did that i want to get out to you guys and i've got the entire interview that i did with heather for table for two i want to get that out as well all that stuff is going to be out in the month of july we're going to have two special release episodes and and the extended interview with Heather from Just Heathers and loot boxes. I'm really, really trying to get everything kind of caught up. And after live stream, there's just such a, a groundswell of all the different stuff I have to do. It takes me a little bit of time to get caught up on it. Also that weekend, Rebecca made her amazing taco lasagna. And she is actually going to be joining me on a future episode of table for two to talk about that taco lasagna because it's something that she absolutely loves to make and i want to talk to her about her process and make it for myself well I'll make it for both of us because i'm sure that she'll be eating it with me <laughs> also over the weekend though i got to do something for the very first time something i have never ever done before or at least i can't recall ever having done it if i did i was a young child i had shrimp I could not tell you if I've ever had shrimp before. If I have, it's been so long, uh, you know, decades upon decades, and I just do not remember. But Rebecca's parents made a shrimp and pasta dish. The shrimp was tossed in some seasonings and breadcrumbs and baked and then served with uh, pasta. It was a wonderful, wonderful dish. Shrimp's a... Uh, I, and, I, and I noticed this about a lot of seafood because, like, I love clams, for instance. Uh, but clams have a weird texture. Uh, shrimp, did pretty good. They actually were really good. But they just had a weird texture. Like the texture of them is like just eating sea animal things. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. It was just a weird kind of texture thing. I want to do them a couple of different ways. Like I obviously want to grill them. I want to do some uh, different things with them. But, you know, it's it's just a matter of, of, of trying them again. But yeah, the dish was really, really good. And I mean, I just kind of grabbed one and I was like, all right, well, I, you know, no time like the present. Chucked it in there just to see. And, you know, like I said, the taste was really, really good. But yeah, that, that texture leaves a little bit to be desired. But I just that, I just think that's a seafood kind of thing. Overall, as I said, it was an absolutely amazing weekend. And I just absolutely loved meeting Rebecca's parents. We're going down to Virginia at the end of July to see her parents and I'm going to get to meet her sister and get to meet some of her friends and get to kind of see where she grew up and where she lived for the majority of her life, you know, her pre-adult life. And I'm so, so excited to get to learn more about where she came from. 
And it was so, so nice to, you know, it's it's one of those things like where when you're in a relationship and you meet the parents for the first time. I've met them virtually several times, but meeting them in person, you can really start to kind of see where some of the things that Rebecca does. Like I, I really, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly where you get that from because you're just like them or whatever. She might give me a little bat, bat, bat for that. But I mean, it's true. You know, I mean, they're very, very good traits. They are very, very amazing. They're very, very good people. And just having met them, I'm just even more excited about everything that's developing between myself and Rebecca. So we're going to fade up the music here. I'm just going to take a couple of moments here. Just relax, go into the break and just breathe. When I come back, I'm going to break down chicken pecan salad. I can't wait to talk to you guys about this. And like I said, this was all born from a commercial. What do I mean? We'll talk about it right after this. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so, so much for tuning into this episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. I love you. You are so absolutely amazing, and I appreciate you listening so, so much. If you're not already, make sure you follow the show on social media, on Instagram and Facebook at Nikolai's Kitchen, or join the Facebook group, The Dining Room. The link for all that stuff is down in the show notes down below. If you want to get to me, the best place is Instagram. That is where I am posting most of the stuff that I'm making. Let's talk about chicken pecan salad for just a moment. Head down into the show notes. All of the ingredients and the full breakdown of this recipe is listed down there if you want to make this at home. There are so, so many different things that you can do with chicken salad. And again, this is one of those things where I feel like you can build a lot of layers of flavor. We're going to talk more about what I mean by that when I get into the breakdown. But this recipe was born a year ago in mid-June. I was watching something on Hulu and I kept getting this commercial for an Arby's chicken pecan salad sandwich. And I hadn't had chicken salad in, in eternity. It had been so long and I kept seeing these pictures of it. And first things first, I'm like, who's going to get a chicken salad sandwich at Arby's? <laughs> like, uh, whenever I think about Arby's, I think of that episode of the Simpsons where, one of the twins, Sherry and Terry, is like, I'm so hungry, I can eat at Arby's. <laughs> I just kept seeing this commercial. I'm like, who's going to get a chicken salad sandwich from Arby's? I mean, I'm sure somebody did. And maybe it's even pretty good. I don't eat fast food because it is loaded with just unhealthy things, unhealthy ingredients, no matter how they try to dress it up. So I kept seeing this commercial and I'm like, uh, I can replicate that. So I did. And this is what I came up with. You're going to do three boneless, skinless chicken breasts. You need two tablespoons of olive oil, a sweet yellow onion chopped, 10 cloves of garlic minced, one apple chopped. You can pick your poison here with the type of apple that you want. You can go with something a little bit more crisp for a little bit more crunch, or you can go with something that's going to be a little bit softer and sweeter. I've done it with Granny Smith's. I've done it with Gala. I've done it with like Honeycrisp. I've done it with a lot of different types of apples. You're going to need one cup of celery, chopped, three quarters of a cup of pecans, chopped, a cup of red grapes. You're going to have them. 
one avocado diced. I didn't make it this way the last time I made it because Rebecca is actually allergic to avocado. 1.75 cups of plain Greek yogurt. A cup of light mayo. I actually substituted instead of mayo. I had a homemade ginger lime aioli that I used instead. If you have a homemade aioli or if you feel like whipping one up, use it. I promise you it is worth it. Four tablespoons of honey, salt, and pepper. So to prepare this dish, you are going to need to first prepare your chicken. The first time I ever made this, I just did a quick pan sear, which is what you need the olive oil for. I filleted the chicken, salt, pepper, lime zest, and lime juice, filleted them, got them nice and browned on both sides. Once they're cooked through, set them aside, let them rest. The most recent time I made it, I marinated and grilled the chicken over charcoal. And again, we're talking about building those layers of flavor here. You are adding in the flavor of that marinade and that beautiful, beautiful smokiness of that charcoal. The first time I made the recipe, I did use uh, one large onion chopped. But the most recent time I made it, Rebecca's mom doesn't eat onions. So I just did probably roughly a quarter to a half a cup of scallions instead because they're much, much milder than onions. And because they're all kind of mixed in here and married with these other flavors, you can't really taste them out nearly as much. But if you're somebody who wants a lot of onion, like I normally love onion in whatever I'm making. So I will go ahead and chuck in all of that onion. You're going to chop up all of your vegetables, your fruit, everything, your apples, celery, pecans, grapes, avocado, onions, scallions, whatever else you've got, anything that you've got to chop up and prepare for this, you're going to want to cut it all to the same size. So basically, like if you have really large grapes, you might want to do more than just have them, slice them in half, spin them 90 degrees and cut them in half again. So you have four equal size chunks. You want a consistent bite through this. It's one of those kind of things. It's just so pleasing to the mouth. If you just like have a giant chunk of chicken or like a giant chunk of apple in there and then really small little bits of celery, it's not going to play quite as well. It's not really going to have the mouthfeel that you're looking for. So make sure everything is chopped up to a consistent size. Add your onion or scallions, your garlic, your apple, celery, pecans, and grapes to a bowl. For the avocado, I would add this on a per serving basis because if you add this to this, it's going to turn I mean, it's not going to go bad necessarily, but it's going to turn a less appetizing color because that's just what avocado kind of does. So just dice up your avocado with the same consistency again and just serve it on either a soft roll or whatever along with the chicken salad. You can also do things like bacon over top of a sandwich with this. Uh, I did a bed of baby spinach when I made it, and I actually just did some grilled onions as well when I served this to Rebecca's parents so that way I could still have more of that onion flavor that I really, really love. Once your chicken is cooled, you're going to want to chop that again to the same size you've chopped everything else. Add that into the large bowl, and then you're going to add your yogurt, mayo, honey, or aioli, whatever you've got, salt and pepper. Add all that stuff in here and mix everything together really, really well. This is one of those things like chili, like beef stew, like whatever. It's going to marry together in the fridge, and all those flavors are going to just harmonize. You're going to get so many different amazing things. You're going to get sweetness, smokiness. You're going to get savory in this. And then you're going to get that nice crunch from your apple, from your celery. You're going to get that soft sweetness of that grape. If you have scallion in here, you're going to get that nice kind of mild flavor. And if you have grilled onions like I did last time, you're going to have that nice kind of smoky, oniony crunch. Oh, so, so, so incredible. Do yourself a favor, head down to the show notes. Again, the entire thing is broken down down there. Make this recipe and let me know how it turned out for you. Let me know what you think about it. 
and get inventive with this. This is one of those things. Chicken salad is one of those things. I mean, I again, I liken it to like a stew or a chili. There are so many different things you can do with this. Saute your onion, or like I said, I grilled mine. I did really fat slices and I just grilled them. Oh, turned out absolutely amazing. Swap in an aioli, like I said. If you want to add a couple of apples here, or if you want to omit the celery, I know some people will make chicken salad with raisins, which is also very good. One time I found an unsweetened dried blueberry that I made chicken salad with. Not the sweetened kind, because I know Wegman sells sweetened ones and they are way too sweet. But I've done unsweetened dried blueberries. Oh, such a dream. If you have an air fryer, if you have a food dehydrator, use it, dehydrate a whole bunch of blueberries, like a cup's worth, and chuck those in here as well. This is so versatile, and you can add so many different things to this that's going to change everything about the dish. Please, please give this a try, and let me know what you think. And that is going to do it for another episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. I love you. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show and for all of your absolutely amazing support. You are incredible. Never forget that whatever you're struggling with out there, you will overcome your immediate problems and you will find yourself ready for those greater challenges. I love that quote. That's such a great quote. And I'm so glad that I found it because it really connected to me after everything that went down making dinner for Rebecca's parents. Find the show on literally every podcatcher out there under the sun. If you're listening to this, maybe through the website or whatever the case may be, or if you're listening to this on Podbean, but you'd rather listen on Spotify, you can do that. I am everywhere. Search for me under any podcatcher under the sun at Nikolai's Kitchen, and I promise you will find me. Next week on the show, speaking of doing things for the first time ever, I took a swing at a homemade pesto. Now I looked at a few different recipes to kind of try to get a baseline for what goes in a pesto. And let me tell you the few recipes that I found, I think I looked at four of them overall, wildly different, all just basic pesto recipes, basil, garlic, pine nuts, those kinds of things, all wildly different, varying amounts of ingredients in all of them. So I just kind of winged it and it kind of turned out really, really good. I'm going to tell you all about the dinner that I made with that homemade pesto next week on the show. Don't forget, if you want to be eligible to get a VIP rewards box, you have to either subscribe over on Patreon by the end of the month at the top tier, the VIP level, or leave me a five-star rating review over on Apple Podcasts, and you will be entered to win one of my VIP loot boxes. You don't want to miss this one. This is my speedy marinade. This is my baby. This is the thing I love making most in the world, or at least one of them. This is top five. I made speedies for Rebecca's parents, as I mentioned, but I forgot to mention that I made them over charcoal, but I chucked a huge amount of hickory chips in there with it and then closed off that grill. Once those things got lit and I just closed that whole grill off, like the smoke was so thick billowing out of there, but oh, the amount of amazing smoky flavor that that added, I just let it go for like a couple of minutes and then open the grill up, let all that smoke out, and then open the airflow back up so the air could go back through it. But, oh, what an absolute dream. It was amazing. I love you so, so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for everything that you do, whether for me or whether just in your life. You're amazing. And I'm so, so grateful for you. Thank you so, so much for listening, and thank you so much for coming on this journey with me.